Do I, I still need to do the intro, right? Welcome to I'm From the Internet, a podcast about somethingawful.com, the goons, and their consequences. I am Chicago illustrator Winslow Dumain, and I'm sitting here with internet historian Jay Brandstetter. Jay, what have you got going on? I've, I've got the tan. My new job I got, I'm working outside again. It's a, like a blue-collar commercial uh, driving job, so I get to like wear a weight belt and look really cool and masculine. It's very <laughs> funny. Like Whenever I see myself at work, I'm like, wow, I do not look at all like how I picture myself. It's, it's very... Yeah, uh, I'm like, wait, I, I don't think I'm a tan <laughs> Yeah. No, I, a tan will f- absolutely change a man. I, I, you know, after I was on the road all of last summer, I ended up being real, real nice and dark and crispy. And uh, it, it looks good, man. It, it, uh, it changes. As somebody who is very goth, I still am partial to, uh, to a, a, a dark complexion on a man, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're doing some sort of like, trucking ordeal i don't know yeah i've done commercial driving jobs in the past and this 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 is more like a freight one whereas in the past i was like delivering vehicles so it's a different experience but it's nice it's not customer facing really i i get to go inside of a bunch of little automotive shops when i'm delivering things and get to see how they're decorated like there's one guy who has that one picture where it's like scarface uh, Godfather, Goodfellas, and The Sopranos all photoshopped together into the same room. And it's uh, the wall next to it has a Ronald Reagan poster with the quote about the seven most terrifying words being, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, just, it's Florida Rules. as hell. Just, just yeah. small business tyrants as far as the eye can see. It's wonderful. Yeah, that absolutely adds up. That's funny. I, um, I, I went to Albuquerque because my brother has a uh, a new baby and I visited with them. And, uh, then I went to Austin to spend time with a, uh, friend of mine, uh, who some of you might know, I don't know. Uh, the, the, uh, actress, porn actress named uh, thick Lizzie. And, uh, she's, she's a really interesting lady. She's, um, got like a very specific kind of like fan base, which is like motorcycles, semi trucks and like gator wrestlers. Um, and also just like all of like the, the porn crossover through all of that, which is very interesting. Um, but I, I'm helping her design some more merch because we're both like merch hounds. And I said, Hey, I found some mud flap people. And then, uh, she thought that I was talking about just people from Florida. Um, <laughs> but that is a very different, that's not the term that I would use. Right. <laughs> It's a little I love the like, mud flapper as like is like a slur against Floridians, like carpetbagger right. or something. I, I was referring to like a, somebody who works in the in the rubber mold industry. So um, no, she's cool. You should look her up. She's uh, yeah. she's all making all sorts of interesting stuff. So no, I get that. Now here in Jacksonville, there's this building I used to drive by mold job a lot. It was called. It just says it's called. It just says in the big big letters, Hex Rubber," and then below it, "Cover the world in rubber." And it's just like that so ominous looking for a company that makes like raincoats. Uh, I'll, I'll have to see if I can dig up the very small like lone digital image I could find of it. Cause it was, I, I got a really good picture of it at night. Just, just with all the stuff in it, I'll have to send you, but yeah, yeah I, 
I'm a big fan of like insane uh, company names and slogans because like one of my favorite slogans of all time is Sherwin Williams cover the earth, which is so threatening. Yeah. In that, in that image, like, like as a kid, it is scary, literally covering the earth. <laughs> it's like, like some World War II propaganda or something. Yeah. It's insane. But in my old neighborhood, I was riding my bike and I found a company that sold, uh, well, they, they were a repair shop for like small engines and the company was named, uh, well, it was owned by Earl Loveless. And so they called it Loveless Machine Grinding, which is the most <laughs> insanely like grim, dark name for a company like I've ever heard. Loveless Machine Grinding is incredible. So... Yeah. yeah, I'm a fan of a fan of the company name. I don't know, I've probably mentioned it on the pod before, but I eventually am gonna have to start an LLC for all like the tarot and the card game stuff. Um and I'm thinking of all the different names I could call it, and I am very, very tempted to call it uh by reading this you agree to never sue me <laughs> or IRS two um, or just test company do not tax, I think would be very funny. <laughs> That's very uh, good. Yeah, uh, or just call it Katy Perry's JonBenet Ramsey's granddaughter, granddaughter in all caps. <laughs> um, or, or just a uh, local crime syndicate, I think would be very funny. Um, yeah. I will say, I uh, uh, in January, I registered an LLC during my Manic episode, and a very fun thing about <laughs> having an LLC is you get like a bunch of like junk mail that's like business-related, regardless of what your business is. So I got like a giant, like... Uh, like catalog of like office supplies, it's, like delivered to me, and it's like I'm, I'm registered as like a single owner employee business. Like you know, I'm not going to use this. That rules. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I legit will just sit down with a Uline catalog. I love that shit. Oh, me too. Or like, or like the like tool catalogs. I used to always like getting like the Northwest Tool catalog or whatever. God, we are fucking boring. Oh yeah, no, it's, no <laughs> totally. But I will say also my rats. It's really great for rats because those are perfect for the cages, and they like to chew yeah. up in them and make little nests. I've got a. That's what I wound up using that catalog for. They're sleeping in a big nest of it right now. Yeah, I. Uh, but when I was in Austin, I got a call from my boss because I lost my job uh, after working there for five years, uh, which sucks. It's a bummer, but it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I got a lot out of the job and now I'm, you know, doing now I'm just going to do art. So if you're listening to this and you like the sound of my voice, please, for the love of God, buy something for my website. Uh, one thing that I did recently that was really fun um, and you've, you've probably seen a little bit of this. Uh, I post more about it on Instagram than on Twitter, though. I have like the random sticker packs on my website where you give me it's like $15 and I'll give you $20 of stickers. Right. And then I do like a random print pack because I have a bunch of like prints that were slightly too small for my regular uh, print sale, so I just put them in there. Uh, but now I'm doing a truly random chaos pack where for $30, I'll give you $40 of things that I make, uh, plus three random things for my apartment. Uh, <laughs> which is a lot of fucking fun. It is. It has been such a treat. Um, especially uh, I, I got like a wall of orders when I first announced, uh, Hey guys, I lost my job. So if you want to support me, please buy something from my website. And, um, I've, I got so many fucking chaos pack orders that I'm just like taking books off of my shelf 
and putting them in there. The, the idea is, is that it can be anything. I'll give you the value, you know, because I know that we just covered the mystery box, right? <laughs> so uh, this is not me just like, oh, you gave me 30 bucks. I'm going to send you one dirty sock. No, you get you get like a bunch of stickers and pins and maybe like a patch or something like that. Um, but I've also just been like putting in shirts that don't fit me. Uh, I just sent somebody like a big, uh, really bizarre um, ceramic plate with the guy that killed uh, the the Lindbergh baby, his face on it. Um, I also was walking home the other day and I walked by a house fire or the remnants of a house fire. And I rescued uh, multiple duffel bags of old VHS tapes. Oh wow! And so, if you buy if you buy that chaos pack, you're almost guaranteed to get um, fucking like an old Mel Gibson movie or like Eraser, but it's been recorded onto a Scotch tape like VHS cassette. Um, it's been like a bucket of fun just sending people the strangest things I can possibly find in my house. So, yeah, that that's been a that's been a treat. I've yeah, been able to support myself a little bit with that. No, I guess it's but. fitting that you're doing a box mystery thing because I just bought some land in Hawaii. So yeah, you know, we're, we're kind of working through the episodes. <laughs> yeah, we're just uh, one of us is going to have to walk to Florida. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and uh, if you, if you're listening in Columbus or Indianapolis or Milwaukee or Chicago or anything like that, I'll be having. Uh, I'm going to be on the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. Um, for like a bunch of cities this year. I'm also on a bunch of anime cons. And um, so I've got a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, and I'd love to, I've, I've met a couple of people. I was at fucking Tulsa, Tulsa oddities. And somebody came by and they said hi and they bought a couple of things. And they told me that they really enjoyed the bio apocalypse stuff. So it's been good, man. You know, talking to fans and stuff. Like the first time you told me about that, I was legitimately just like, "Oh man, we made it! This is great!" Like, yeah, or, and like also during the mini sods for those of you who skipped it, I did have some people who like messaged me during them and were like mess telling me about stuff. I, they, I just appreciate that. Like, why don't we talk about it a lot? But we have like really cool, really cool fan base. I'm really thankful to have it and glad to be putting stuff out for them again. Yeah, it's it's just been really good, just feeling like feeling like you fucking exist, you know? Because I I absolutely feel like I vanish and don't exist very, very often. Um, but when I, when I see people in, in real life that know about me and that want to talk to me, I mean, it just feels good, you know, yeah. simple as that. It really is. And especially something like this, like compared to something like, you know, video essays or stand up or something where you'll put a lot of time and effort into something to create something comparatively short or small. It's nice that like, I have something like this where like, yeah, it is, it is kind of incredible to think like we were talking about before the show. Like, like this is like our 20th episodes. Like I've never yeah. made 20 episodes of anything. And each of them is like an hour long. Like we've put out like a season of a network television show's worth of content <laughs> in, yeah. in five Just months. the exact same amount of effort too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's this people shuffling behind me, my key grip and catering and all that. Yeah, we've got uh, like a bunch of guys in like Roman centurion outfits walking past like a bunch right, of go right. dancers. We, okay, we put in as much effort as like a CW show. You know, I would, I would, I think that that's fair. Uh, another thing that we should say is that the guy that does the intro music uh, is uh, Steve is broke, who uh, 
was was a former co-worker of mine um and he just dropped a new album which is uh kind of ironically called you're still here question mark uh and no steve i'm fucking not they fired me uh but if you go on Bandcamp, it's his band, steveisbroke.bandcamp.com, and you'll see it. Um, he's great. He's always he's always making something very interesting and um, kind of this this perfect dreamy, uh, you know, kind of soft, thoughtful electronic stuff. So I, I legitimately uh, very much enjoy his stuff, um, and I, I was a regular listener even before I had him do the intro music to the show. So. Yeah, go ahead and give him a check. Uh, yeah, and check I followed him, him on want. Twitter after he did the theme song for Beyond for the theme. And no, he's, he's a fun follow. Yeah, just, just yeah, no, he's cool. a good God, he's God, he's someone that I am adjacent to now. It's fun just yeah. seeing. And also, it is very funny how we have two Steves on the show. So that's why I call them producer Steve and theme song Steve. Like yes. What do you have for me today, man? All right. Well, uh, today I figured I wanted to ease back into the, into the show proper, so I wanted to do something maybe a little lighter and more fun. So I guess my opening question for you today is, um, is uh, so you're someone who work, does a lot of anime conventions, and you know you have a lot of experience with this. So what give, give us, like, what are your thoughts on like cosplay, like people dressing up as characters? Or like, or like creatures or whatever. Not not like as a furry way, but just like people creating costumes and stuff. Like, like how do you, how do you feel about that? As someone who gets to interact with it a lot. Oh, I, uh, I I understand that I have a certain amount of like bully energy uh, because of you know my hatred of nerds and of, of nerds and weak men, you know, <laughs> but, uh, it's like, I, I, you know, it's just very easy to punch down on like anime and stuff like that. But I legitimately love and adore cosplay. Not that I like do it or anything, but the joy that it brings other people is just, I, I cannot ever hate that. I, I have a thing where like, I will enjoy the cosplay that is on the scale of effort, maybe a one, two, and three, almost as much as I'll enjoy like an eight, nine, and ten, because it's just the the effect that they're like, oh, I have to do something, even if it's just like a little Mike Myers mask and a plastic knife. It's like you wanted to be at the con dressed up. That's fine. I love it. And but my favorite favorite of the cosplay is when they do like hyper-specific cosplay. Like, there's some gal that makes these beautiful, like, Victorian-style dresses that are, like, individual frames of Spongebob. That's great. She did the one where they're riding the giant rock, I think, or, like, the big-ass worm that actually, like, the cosplay itself goes inside of the dress. Wow. It's fascinating stuff. I saw some kid... uh who dressed up as the convention center, you know, <laughs> that's very good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a fan. I, I, uh, I've, I've taken many pictures of many pyramid heads for the mayor of silent Hill Twitter. I didn't so. even think about that. I, um, 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess before we go in, I can do kind of mine too. It's like, I'm very much in the same boat. We're like, yeah, just as an avenue of, of individual expression and creativity, I love it. There are, we, I think we've talked about it before. There are some parts of it that like, I, that I, I'm a little girl. Like my, my ex used to be someone who's really into cosplay and, you know, she was like trans and stuff. So I got to experience a lot of the kind of like, you know, especially for women and stuff like the body image issues that come out of it. Also like the, you know, like the consumerist issues, but yeah, in general, I'm all for, it. I love people expressing themselves like that. Obviously I'm, I'm not like a fursuiter or anything, but I, I'm friends with people who are, and I just think that's another cool thing to do. And today we're going to be talking about a, uh, a type of costume that I, before this odyssey, I didn't really know was a community and I'm kind of glad to know about now because I think it's pretty interesting. So let me load the document up here for you. Because today I am going to be telling you, we are going to be reading the story of Mermaid Shelley, which, uh, oh, so okay. this is going to be a fun one because we've done ones before, like we've talked about goons in the past, like discovering weird things and trying to make fun of it. This is, this is another good one where they get won over by something and everyone just winds up having a great time. So I, I felt like we could go for that. Okay, so this is a thread that was posted uh, on November 15th, 2011 in GBS titled Please Meet My Friend Mermaid Shelley by a poster named Spawnrad. And the OP is is very low effort. It's just a link to a website, mermaidshelly.com. Unfortunately, it's it's dead now and it's not on archive.org. And they just post the link and below that say, she is a hot babe that loves fish and foresees magical futures for all of you in her crystal ball. So like not making a joke or anything, not even like giving a summary, just like, look at this lady. And then just just stepping back and expecting adoration. So not a very good start. Not a good start. I think hot babe is uh, a funny way to 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 start this at all. I, I I've probably mentioned this before, but I have like a visceral disdain for men that use the word boobies. So hot babe is kind of right up there with it. Ooh, that's definitely yeah, and also for 2011 especially. This is kind of this isn't this isn't yeah, like early 2000s goonery. This is like like Obama is running for re-election at this point. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So what the first reply to that was was a poster named Detective Drebin. <laughs> uh, okay, so Drebin just says underwater blowjobs, which is that's all you need to say. But you dummy, uh, right underneath just says, does she work for scale? Which is quite good. Uh, that's very funny. Is she a Pisces? Let's find out. Yeah, you know? and all of those posts are within minutes of each other. So right away, you know, this is when GPS was still reactive. So right away, they're doing that. There's an, an yeah. I mean, there's just an ocean of puns you can make here. Yeah, the classic. What if I want an upper body fish and not a lower body one? Um, and, uh, and, uh, and the thing is, like, the implication I get from them posting it is that it's supposed to be, like, let's laugh at this person. Isn't this dumb? It's like, let's, it's this lady who thinks she's a mermaid. And so here we are. The first post was made at uh, nine minutes after midnight, according to this, according to the time that this is set. So at 24 minutes after midnight, 15 minutes later, we get a post named Delicious Sci-Fi Posts. She sounds pretty badass. So almost immediately, <laughs> everyone's like, wait, no, she seems actually pretty cool. Right. And so now, now we're now eight minutes later. We get downtown AB, who is a past something awful moderator, shows up, and this is a fun one. I think some context for you. Um, Abe is the one is the one who has like the uh, a Twitter avatar of like a guy with a crew, with a crew uh, flat top grimacing, and, and he like he's like someone who's like said some mean things to you in the past. So this is like someone. Oh, so this is someone that yeah. ne- ne- both of us dislike and is kind of like. 
disgrace might be a strong word, but they they exited something awful pretty ingloriously a couple years after this. So we kind of yeah, they yeah. were mean to me on Twitter, and I don't even know why. Like you don't look if you hate the podcast, it's ninety percent is Jay's fault. Don't hate me. Yeah, totally. I'm the flavor, baby. Exactly. Come yeah, on. no, it's like like making fun of me. I get that, but like, you don't deserve the splash damage you've been getting from that. Like, That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so, but this is a rare. This is a win for for Abe because one of his things as a moderator in the old times is that he was he really, he did a lot of mod challenges. I can't remember if we if I've told you what a mod challenge is, but I'm going to do it again just because you know for the audience. So a mod challenge was a thing that they would do on the forums where a moderator could show up to a poster who maybe did something that they didn't like or posted a thread that was bad and the mod would issue a challenge and the the person had to complete that challenge within a certain deadline or they would be punished or alternately another person could complete the challenge in lieu of them and then dictate the punishment for the person that was supposed to do it. So it was a way of taking, basically trying to salvage bad threads by making uh, posters do silly things. And there are some bad ones, but there's also some pretty, pretty fun ones. And this is one that I think is kind of fun. And this isn't the actual story of it. This is kind of the lead up into it, but I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically here we go. So Abe issues a mod challenge and he says, you have 24 hours to take a photo of yourself dressed up as a sexy mermaid, complete with lack of legs in lieu of a fishtail, seashell slash starfish slash octopus bra, beautiful hair, and a gigantic blunt while holding up a sign that says spawn rat is better down where it's wetter, or I'm going to ban you. And, and then he talks about a bunch of edgy stuff about sending him dead cats. But basically going, okay, you're going to make fun of this lady for being a mermaid? You have to dress up like a mermaid and post a picture of yourself or I'm going to ban you. Okay. Okay. When did Dark Souls 1 release? Because September 22nd. So I uh, there, there's kind of a through line because Dark Souls comes out in September 22nd. This is a November 15th, 2011 of the same year. And it, this has a Dark Souls vibe of just basically like, we're going to set a trap for you and if you don't do it, somebody else can do it and fuck with you, which kind of makes me feel like that's a little bit like the Dark Souls invasion mechanic. <laughs> so so you, it, the impetus is on you to do this as fast and as competently as possible so that some other dickhead doesn't ruin your life. Yeah, the something awful po- forums really are the Dark Souls of posting. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of time, and also sometimes there'd be ones where like both of them would do it just because it was so fun or the results were so, were so good. Like, I'm not going to talk about any other ones now because some of them might be good future threads, but they're very, they're pretty fun. So, yeah, so this poster, RoboCriminal, points out they got a mod challenge before the thread reached 10 posts. Literally, just immediately, everyone turned on the poster so quickly. It didn't make it 10 posts before that mod challenge. So we basically read all the posts leading up to that. If we had this energy on Kiwi Farms, we would actually not have to worry about trans rights in a <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if we actually had people stepping in and being like, standing up to bullies that would be pretty fucking fast yeah no, also, and just in general like you've talked i think you've talked about before but in general when someone yeah just just go like post your picture or post your set or, or yeah yep. every time somebody fucks with me like says some shitty thing about my stand-up on on tiktok or whatever i just go post your set post your set go ahead post your set post your set because <laughs> i'm at like a sold out show at talia hall and there's like you're fucking gay I'm like go ahead post your set come on <laughs> Show me your your little uh, your little jokes, buddy. Come on. Yeah. 
See, that's what I mean. Bully energy. I've been told I have bully energy, but what it really is is that I have little brother energy, and I am now old. <laughs> that's what it is. So I'm just fucking with people all the time. Yeah, so Abe is challenging them to do this, this sexy mermaid costume. And so... And uh, and before we move on, I just say, well, Robo Criminal is talking about that. He looks at Mermaid Shelley's website and he posts a little edit. He goes, "Holy shit, these tails cost a thousand fucking dollars." So that's oh, kind yeah. of an interesting bit of set dressing right now. So Mermaid Shelley, she she create she sells and wears these like silicone mermaid tails that cost a thousand dollars. So much like fursuits, this is this all stuff that's way more expensive than you'd think from first looking at it. So when we actually see what she looks like, you'll probably have it, especially after seeing all these homemade ones. I think you'll really get to appreciate you know, see the money on the screen there. Yeah, I mean, if you're I truly, I mean, this this sounds like a diss, but I don't mean it to be. But if you're not spending money going out. And socializing, or if you just if if you don't spend money on video games, or you don't spend money on whatever your little passion project is that a lot of other people have, you know, you can spend a ton of money on fucking fursuits and making little mermaid tails and shit. So, yeah, just just do what you're passionate about, you know. Yeah, and also making them too, because even like even if they're not as you know professional as them, like you can always make them, and it's fine, right. and you know it's better than than not having them, but. I will say this is pretty funny. I remember a while ago there was a thing where they were selling like um, the people that made the snuggie were selling like a mermaid snuggie where it was like a mermaid tail that would cover your legs. <laughs> I was uh, like, yes. I was like, I gotta admit that if I was a kid, I'd probably be super into that. But so here we go. So this is our first entry. So we're gonna get to see a bunch of goons uh, dressed up as, as sexy mermaids here, and we're not doing this as like a, this is actually very fun because this is kind of like that low budget cosplay guy, like we were talking about earlier, seeing people be creative yes. and just make these costumes up with whatever they have around their apartment or whatever is very good. So. Here's our first entry, Kit Walker, if you want to describe it. Uh, Well, it's a very shitty, blurry photo of uh, of this catastrophically skinny, almost Mitch Hedberg-looking fella uh, who's, like, kind of wrapped himself up with a blanket, and he's holding an acoustic guitar, and he's got some sort of shell bra, and he's got a big old blunt on and some some pink-tinted sunglasses What's he got going on? He has a cat next to him, and also he has a movie poster for the the animated movie The The Secret of Kells on his poster, which is very obscure. Yeah, that is quite obscure. But yeah, you know, it's it's uh it's hard to give it the exact definition or the exact description, but it just looks like a silly picture from a forum in two thousand and ten. Yeah. And that's like a very specific thing because it's uh, it's it's uh, composed of inside jokes, and it's not meant for the wider internet. That's something that you would see, and you'd be like, "Ah, that guy's crazy," and you know him personally. You know, it's not something that uh, would make sense if it was on the front page of Reddit because none of this makes sense. It's just like a a silly thing that you did. Yeah. I was for me the most impressive thing is this is the seashell procs. It looks like he either had one already or he like drew seashells on like paper to make one and they're actually like, shaded and stuff. It's something. So it, that is like yeah. a better seashell bra than I could make. 
and yeah, just just immediately the goons love it. Uh, one of the first I love observations. Someone says you appear to have zero body hairs, which is true. It's he d- true. Yeah. Also, Spawn Red is an anagram of sad porn. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh no, that's great. <laughs> we're hanging. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, the goons seem to love it. A starving artist says, I was under the impression that all the pony avatars were ironic and nobody here was actually a fan of a mediocre cartoon made for six-year-old girls. But whatever, punish them anyway. All right, you know what? I included that just because, yeah, November 15th, 2011, just to date it. Yeah, this is, like, right when, like, bronies were becoming a thing. And, like, the first season of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, had ended. And so this is, like, them being like, oh, why are are all these people with pony avatars now? Just... I could probably we could probably That's do a funny. whole episode I, about about goon about the brony goons and like this the influence they had on the on the greater brony community. It's very interesting. You know, whenever I hear about that stuff, I always think like, oh, a whole bunch of guys t- got together and they did something kind of effeminate, you know, culturally effeminate. Does that help them like realize their masculinity and maybe stop being like super toxic? Uh, you know, because then they get together and they're like, actually, this is, you know, friendship is magic and my little pony is for everyone. And people made fun of me and, uh, for being into this. And, and now I'm into it. And I want everybody to be friends and you always hope that. And then what happens every single goddamn time that a whole bunch of dudes get together is they just build a wall around the thing that they like and they kick everyone else out, <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's like good, uh, my little pony nerds out there, but uh, from what I've seen, it's it's just like I've spent my entire adulthood finding every single fandom and then going like, oh, wow, this is full of Nazis. Oh, wow, this is full of Nazis, you know, just over and over. Yeah, and over gosh, no, I think I'm definitely have to put that doc together at some point because I could I could really uh, talk about Brody's and stuff like, you know, as someone who like it was like participating in it at one point and also like adjacent to it because like you know also it was very fun on the furry side of it having to deal with like everyone being like i'm sick of these ponies being everywhere can't they go somewhere else and there are people having to be like no we have to be accepting of them even if we find them annoying and just like seeing this 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 drama play out behind it was very very cute but but yeah just i include it there just because yeah this is um this is just the time this happened. Also, yeah, someone also not talks about him looking like Mitch Hedberg. So I'm glad that you yeah, you called funny. that out yeah. ahead of time. Yeah, it's just that feathered hair. Yeah, and also the, the sunglasses I think helped. And so yeah, so so Absolutely. Abe shows up and he goes, you know, that's beautiful fucking hair and a sweet cap, but that's hardly a gigantic blunt. So I can hardly tell if you're taking this mermaid stuff seriously because it looked like he just had like a regular joint in his mouth in that picture. Well, well, they specified a gigantic blunt, so. Uh, think, just remember that for later. Uh, here's a fun. If you want to read Ciro's <laughs> post, I thought this was cute. Could you even light up underwater, considering that you are in fact surrounded by water, thus preventing the use of fire? Do they have chewing weed underwater to make up for this fact, similar to chewing tobacco up here? It's it's such a funny thing the way that they, the fact that they're using the word "thus" here. It's just like, come on. Yeah, nerds, it's what's that Jenny Nicholson tweet about like when you're arguing with a guy, there's a certain point where he just starts talking like Sephiroth. <laughs> you know? They just like start using the fanciest possible language and they think that that's going to win the argument. And it's like, no, you just look like a fucking nerd. You look like what Kyle Rittenhouse probably acted like when he was a little kid, which is actually just, like this 
dweeby little fucking Poindexter. You no, know? I've, ne- I've never seen that tweet. Maybe not Kyle Rittenhouse. Maybe maybe uh, a, a young Ben Shapiro. You know where he can't make eye contact and he's just like, um, actually, uh, uh, the dictionary defines marriage as like, shut up, dude. But no, in the Sephiroth thing, that's like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of my thing. Is it's always like it's either it's Sephiroth or it's like it's like a Kung Fu master or Yoda. Those are like the two references for like a cool aloof person is that so that's that's when they, that's when they start calling people like ah oh, you fool or whatever in their internet phones right you fool <laughs> yes yeah and also it's like the idea of this lore of like how how would a mermaid conceptually smoke weed like because that there is like a something awful joke called weed punk where people would write ironic uh cyberpunk steampunk fan fiction about weed there's like one in particular about them having a steam a steam powered bicycle that they like shovel nugs into and then fly away on that I will like never forget just for how like weird it was so I'm definitely liking this yeah. aquatic weed punk we've got happening here more theory crafting about using the Olympic torch fire that doesn't go out underwater uh, a mermaid could smoke on rocks instead of underwater. Uh, just, just all this. Yeah, I guess mermaids aren't always underwater. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like, they're like dolphins. You know, they can go. I, I like the idea of just like go finding like a rock, and it's like a bunch of seals or dolphins, like a bunch of seals, but instead it's just like a bunch of mermaids. They're all just like completely baked. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay, yeah. So here we go. So one of the interesting things is they start. So they start stalking Mermaid Shelley, and they start and they start finding out interesting things about her. Like she has a master's degree in education. And she like works with, and she like works as a scientist, and um, and she so so they were like, wait, this person is actually like way more interesting and like cool than we thought. We based off of that, and they're trying to spin it as if like, oh, well, what's she doing around kids? But everyone's like, no, shut up, this is really cool. Yeah, what's wrong with being being into mermaids? Yeah. Also, I did like uh, this post from a uh, post named Jai Mundi uh, talking about how they fu- they thought the um. The Mitch Hedberg looking guy is attractive looking, which that was very, you know, very nice as a place where it's just like wall to wall, constant negativity on dudes like this. Is like, oh, no, he looks cute. That's, that's nice. You don't see that very often at this time. Yeah. So here we go. So now the, the poster name uh, Lolita's all right posts her entry <laughs> here. She's our next entry and she's the first uh, woman who does it. Uh, OK, that's a that's a big yeah, her blunt. blunt is very fun. I'm going to scroll down. Uh, you can kind of see where, like, some of her stuff, like, her blunt is very fun. If you want to kind of go through, compare hers to the previous, yeah. Yeah, so she's uh, wrapped up in some sort of green sheet or blanket. She's got her little spawn rat is better down where it's a wetter sign. Um, she's got a dramatically more elaborate set of seashell bras, uh, a bra, rather, that uh, looks like she has colored it and cut it to form. Uh, she's appears to just be like wearing a green bra, um, and little uh, little rainbow live strong bracelet. And her blunt is actually just like a toilet paper towel or toilet paper tube wrapped in some sort of paper, and she's lighting it up. And uh, yeah, you know, it's it. This one feels much more aquatic. Yeah, especially the color scheme. Although I say her her tail, yes. like compared to the last one, where the, where the guy was sprawled out with his legs, she just kind of has her legs crossed under his sheet, so her tail isn't as good. But yeah, it's more like a pile of blankets. But and also now the goons are like, oh, that blunt is pretty comical. <laughs> just like being like, yeah. So then there's a whole there's a whole digression about joints versus spliffs versus fatties like which one is is a cigar which one has tobacco in it you know just, just very all the the best part of weed culture just being really specific about stuff that doesn't matter at all 
Of so, course. There we go. We have another entry here from I Cappy. Another one. He's smoking like a cigar one, like to kind of tie it in with there. I really like this one here, Dirt 508. Okay. This poster. That's a fucking Yeah, murder. that's a good one. Okay. So not only is he wearing a wig and he has some sort of shells that are barely covering his generous. They're actual seashells, by the way, which is really impressive. Actual seashells. And his legs are wrapped in kind of a uh, a very shiny, silky fabric that is green and striped. And he has a big cardboard fishtail on the end of it. So this is far and away the most anatomically near to the mermaid. Um, he does have also a, a, a seashell-shaped sign that, again, says spawn right is better, down where it's wetter. But he has what almost look like the a, a tool that you would use to rotate hot dogs on a grill, uh, like a caliper that he is holding a blunt that is, I mean, the size of a small dog, uh, just wrapped up real tight, um, and he's he's uh, coquettishly pointing at his lips um, as if to say, "Who me?" This is quite. And he's on a couch with blue stripes and white, so that is kind of sea foam and water. So he's he's really hitting it out of the park here on this one. Yeah, yeah. Using the grilling tongs as a roach clip really ties all together for me. Also, a joke I like is how the, the wig is blonde, but his facial hair and chest hair is like black. So I, I always I always love a very mismatched blonde wig on someone. That's always very good. Here's another fun. We have a Ram- Rainbow Joe who kind of like a mermaid twink they've got here with the uh, this very long blunt. Looks uh, yeah, very long blunt. Um, again, just kind of wrapped in a towel. Uh, we're just getting sillier and sillier. But now they have some sort of cat ears on, which was not part of the assignment. But you know, not giving points, not taking them away. And then um, uh, a very, very, very long blunt. Um, and okay, I just realized the, the kind of the horns that they have the, the, are blue, and also they're wearing some blue wings. So I think they're supposed to be Rainbow Dash from My Little Pony. She's like a blue Pegasus pony, and that's exactly like what the people that like do the human versions of it wear. So, so he's doing a stealth pony cosplay as well as a mermaid. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. What a time! <laughs> stealth pony is. Um... That's a phrase. No, that is like actually a thing. Have you have you ever heard of Disney bounding? I think is what they call it. Oh god, do it's I not. Wanna? It's not that bad. It is kind of interesting, just from a fashion perspective, where the idea is like in Disney theme parks, uh, visitors aren't allowed to wear costumes in the park because the idea is like they don't want to confuse people. Like they don't want the guests to be confused and the people who work there. So you're not allowed to wear costumes. Right, so Disney right. bounding is is where people find ways to wear like regular clothes, where like the outlining colors suggest characters, but they're still regular clothing, so it's not a costume. It's it's kind of like anything where you look at someone, and you're like, oh, it's supposed to be Buzz Lightyear because the colors or whatever, but they're regular clothes. That's neat. Uh, it's yeah. just like a neat little recognition, like how how you, how much you can reduce a recognizable thing, and people will still rock it. Yeah, because all the 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 designs are rather protein at the end yeah. of the day. Now this this person could be uh, 
They could be an egg. I'd like to check in on them. I wonder if they they're wearing a bra. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot going on here. They are wrapped in a green towel. They're very This one is a little more romantic. They have a toilet uh, enormous paper towel tube that is They're their, sitting uh, on their sink their, counter. <laughs> they're sitting on their sink counter, which is Which is why the angle is very interesting. Uh, which is only possible because they clearly weigh maybe 70 pounds. Um and they have a, a big, fabulously curly red wig, which it just begs the question, how many of these dudes just have wigs sitting <laughs> around? I'm me, and I don't have a wig. You oh, know? gosh, yeah. No, me neither. Yeah, a few more. This one, just, and you got another fun bracelet with oh, this no, one. That's a, this, is, this is a poster's yeah. guy. Okay. It's just, it's very funny to see these, because, like, I'm not even going to tell you what his is, because it's, like, it's so low rent. He just has some shit stuck on his tits. Yeah. And he's got a blanket, and he's got like a very tiny little. His sign is uh, his spine wrap sign there. is two separate note cards. Like he couldn't fit it two on separate one. note cards. Like he could. It's just very funny that like, kind of the beauty of cosplay is that everybody takes home this silent assignment of like dress up as a character and show up at the con. Yeah. Right. And some people are like, okay, yeah, well, I've got a jacket that kind of looks like the character's jacket, and I'll. I'll find a way to bring the the thing that they carry in the in the movie, and I'll I'll go as that guy. And then you'll see people that like go into their garage and figure the fucking assignment out. You know, like they they do it so exceptionally well, and none of none of them communicate, and so they all show up in different states of like hyper preparedness or totally incompetent <laughs> preparedness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so this one's very funny because some of these people are like. Kind of, they kind of did the thing. They really tried, and there's some people that are just like, "Uh, fuck it, I'm just gonna wrap myself in a towel and call it a day." Yeah, and I feel like it's true humor is in when you try slightly too hard. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Yeah, and I guess on that note, I have. I, there's one more we're gonna do before, but before that, I did put this part about here. So there were so many bad song parodies people were posting in this thread. Like, I feel like this was kind of like the demic of the era. Like, so many of that, the Little Mermaid song parodies, including one goon wrote a rap that included some soft n words in it, which is like 2011. Come on, like. Like, 2000s, it was really bad about that. Like, there's like there was, like, a recurring Photoshop thread called Intellectualize Rap, where the idea was, what if rap was about smart oh, stuff? God. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. That is a dagger. Oh, my God. Intellect. What if, what if rap was white? Every time some white guy uh, tries to do his version of rap, but it's about, like, boring guy stuff, it's like... It's about, like, doing taxes and mowing your lawn. It's like, motherfucker, black people do taxes and mow their lawns, too. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, I, I, I get, like, the guns, bitches, and bling thing. Like, that's not your life. But, like, yeah, that intellectualized rap, that's very fucking funny to me. Jesus so, Christ. This last one, we're... Yeah. Dude, th- th- there's so many ways to be racist. Yeah. Like, there's... It's just... Something awful is constantly astounding me with inventing new ways of being racist. Yeah, there really is no way about that. That really, it really is just even at the time, it's kind of like. But this also I do because, like you said, someone going kind of above and beyond. This person took the, the the sort of iconic shot from the Little Mermaid of Ariel on the rock with the wave crashing behind her and recreated it right. with a wave and everything using just junk okay. around their house. See, this is the kind of the perfect thing that I like 
uh, where they clearly tried very hard. They are like they they have some sort of performance action here. There's a lot going on. Uh, and it still looks like shit. <laughs> like it's so bad. Uh, the guy laying on the couch with the silky, silky legs. That guy was way better. He, this guy took out an A-frame ladder and draped a, like a bath uh, uh, robe over it. That's kind of bluish color. They have something taped to their tits. They have a tube in their mouth. I know those, and they're leaning. That, 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 tube, that tube with the orange calf, that is what you use to store your construction documents when you have like a work site where you're doing construction work. <laughs> so this guy had like a construction safety document storage thing that he's using as a blunt, which is just such a, especially with the, with him using the ladder to recreate the, the wave. Like that tells a whole environmental storytelling thing here. That's very funny. Yeah, I like when you can see a little bit of what people use in their day-to-day life. Yeah. Know? So everyone's been doing that these very everyone's having these fun things so now here we are november 16th 8 29 at night mermaid shelly herself shows up so she found out about the thread bought an account and joined and uh, and, and of course she's she is a fucking champ she is amazing i'll uh, i'll read her her intro yeah. post here because again she she's she's another one who person who comes out of who just comes out of this looking great so uh, she goes mermaid shelly mm. Well, I have to say this was quite a surprise to find this thread. Thank you for the fun reading, the hilarious photos, and the general myrrh madness. I love it, smiley face. Just to clarify, I do make myrrh tales. Let me know if your adventures in Merfolk could stirred up any desires for a custom-made silicone scale tale. I can always be reached through the email on my website. Thanks again for all the laughs, everyone. And whoever started this thread, thank you. You are a real sweetie. XOXOX. So, so good. Immediately, self promotion. She's hustling. She sees that she sees these people going up there and is like, "Hey, I make these, by the way. If you want to buy it, she's being fun. I like the kind of like the quote unquote like the like, sort of like Facebook aunt style posting with like, the smiley faces and the XOXOs. Just she is so out of her element, but in a way that is just like so good and pure. I love it. Yeah, I googled Mermaid Shelley, and what's funny is that. Her website's down. The first result hit is uh, is the 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 something awful thread. But Mermaid Shelley is on Instagram. I don't know if it's the same gal, but I mean, I suppose it, Michelle yeah. is a uh, pretty common. But seems to be doing it really well. Uh, continuing to do mermaid stuff. Yeah, because I mean, we're gonna t- a little bit later. We're gonna learn more about like the mermaid community and her role in it and everything. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if. Yeah, the, the, the mer people are all oh, there's like mermaid there's mer TikTok now the way there's like witch talk or whatever. Oh yeah, that adds up. So she shows up, just big bundle of sunshine, really nice. First reply: Could you take a picture of yourself in your mermaid getup, smoking a huge fucking blunt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look that that you know you're here. <laughs> yeah, when in Rome. <laughs> And uh, Abe, you know, kind of showing that even at this time when he's winning, he still has to be Abe. He replies to that wonderful post with, did you seriously just make an account to solicit on the forums? That's not soliciting. <laughs> That's just, like, clarifying just, a thing, yeah, just, you know? Just being a real sourpuss about which this, what is so far just, like, a delightful win. So, and now here is him. Uh, this is him kind of doubling down and being Mr. Internet Tough Guy. Since you, if you do you want to read this, since, oh, since God. What yeah. a, I was, this is, I can't believe that this is the dude that was like being a dick on the internet. That's so funny that he's continuously being a dick. <laughs> yeah. 
Shelly, I'm going to get drunk tonight with some nerd friends. If I don't see a picture of you in a mermaid costume smoking a gigantic blunt that's equal or greater to the quality of the mermaids smoking gigantic blunts in this thread by the time I wake up tomorrow morning, I will ban you and instruct all of Something Awful to give you very poor reviews on the entirety of the internet. And if you think I'm jaded, mean, unfair, well, let me tell you, these guys are a lot worse. They even use cusses. The judges, the judges of your entry will be the aforementioned mermaids smoking gigantic blunts. Only then can you be part of our world. What a nerd. Yeah, yeah just that, that internet God. tough guy thing of like, you can't, have like, fuck you, you're having too much fun. I'm going to threaten your livelihood. Yeah, truly just what a fucking dick. That's the one funny. good thing I can we say about that is having the people that dressed up as mermaids be the judges is, is funny. I like that. It's kind of like. It is yeah. funny, and I hope that they have a little more heart and soul than, than, than you know, this dickhead does. Thankfully, yeah. So, Mermaid Shelley, of course, being a champ, is like, ooh, I do love a challenge. Let me see what I can come up with, winking smiley face. God, just impossibly positive in the face of, like, the most toxic dude. Yeah, here's here, another poster, Jump King, just shitting all over her. Like, did you just spend $10 on your choice of dressing up as a mermaid of getting terrible reviews? That's $10 that you were never going to get back, you know. There's no way this could end with you gaining sales. Like, <laughs> beep boop, you are not profiting from this transaction. Illogical. Yeah, God. It, I, I, it makes me think of the times that I have people... Uh, commenting on like my tarot deck stuff and there's like you know that's not scientific it's like yeah i fucking know <laughs> i know it's not science i made it you know what i mean like 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 i i'm the guy that runs the haunted house and there's some like dude wearing jinkos with his arms folded and goes you know this house isn't actually haunted it's like yeah dude i fucking know <laughs> <laughs> the vampire's just an actor. You're a phony. <laughs> this guy's a big fat phony. Yeah. God. Well, I, I like this one point where someone goes, I wonder what people who like to dress up as aquatic creatures are called. Slimies? Scalies? We're bound to have some of them lurking on SA, and I have no doubt that some of them spend as much time on their hobby as do furries, doll fuckers, and dolphy collectors. If Shelly can rise to Abe's challenge, this may be the best ten bucks she ever spent. Um... What's a dolphin? Um, the doll fuckers and the dolphy was like at th around this time there was a pr really big thread about uh, basically about this this community of d guys that like own sex dolls and would like have personalities with them and role play them on the site like they'd have accounts where they'd post in character as their sex doll that they like pretended was their girlfriend and it was just like a really like it was sort of like something that occupied a large space in the in the in something awful's imagination I think the dolphies were a part of that where it was like people who couldn't afford like a proper silicone sex dolls so they got like like cloth ones <laughs> yeah i mean we've all seen the picture of like the green fleshlight wedged under a mattress <laughs> and then like a, the picture of uh yoda on top or whatever yeah <laughs> homemade sex doll is uh those are three words you don't want to be putting together <laughs> you know Wait for me 
This one, uh, there was one more I forgot about just because it, it's a guy with katanas. Like, there's nothing more classically like GBS than, than dudes having a bunch of katanas. So, yeah, God. And his is just missing a bunch of pieces. And, you know, it's funny that, like, these dudes probably grew up to be the people that are, like, screaming at somebody for soy facing when they're just doing the 2011 version of soy facing, which is, like, making a silly face in every possible photo. Oh yeah. yeah, no, yeah, like the reverse. Yeah, just doing like just like an exaggerated like frown. Like they're they're doing like a Jack Black face yeah. in all these pictures. I um the the famous picture of um I'm so sorry. Uh, like there's a picture of a whole bunch of like soy face guys uh, that that like right wingers will pass around and be like men today have like. 70% less testosterone than men <laughs> did in the 40s. I know four of the dudes in that photo. Oh, wow. <laughs> Aaron Klinger is one of them. He's a Chicago comic. Jeffrey Asmus is a guy who does comedy. He got out of Chicago. I think he's in LA or New York now. Like all of those dudes are like, they're, they're, Aaron Klinger's a delight, but they're all twerps. Uh, and this is their, 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 claim to fame is now they are constantly shared by like returned fucking Twitter accounts that are trying to like you know is... exterminate races because of some sort of soy milk conspiracy oh, man. Wow. <laughs> that is great what a, what a great internet claim to fame to have <laughs> there is one that reminds you of is I, think, I can't remember the exact term I think it's called bear face and because I'm me I have to clarify I'm talking about bears as in the gay subculture not as in the furry one ah. and it's because the idea is like when you're like a traditionally masculine man the smiling open mouth smile is like seen as like not masculine but you don't want to so everyone so bears and all the like grinder pictures are just kind of like mm, like that just doing like a little mm, because right. you know smi smiling yeah. is gay not the good kind of gay <laughs> just, right yeah. exactly <laughs> Very, just, you know that's why I, I have kept my goth scowl for a long time also all right now we're at the part where mermaid shelly posted her response and no lie mermaid shelly is uh gorgeous oh my god uh, and she's holding a katana. Fuck yeah, Mermaid Shelly, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so Mermaid Shelly's response is her wearing one of her fabulous tails. She's on a couch. She's smiling. She's extremely photogenic, natural-looking uh, red hair. Um, and she has the little shell bra, or sort of, kind of. She's got some sort of shell necklaces. She's got a little printed-out sign that says Spawn Red is better down where it's wetter. And uh, she's holding a katana, and then uh, very delicately with her other hand, she is holding uh, the the cigarette holder thing that fancy 1920s gals would smoke their shit on. And on the end of it is the longest blunt you have ever seen. So 
No, this one's fucking 10 out of 10. Go get yeah, it, girl. Just the gag of smoking a giant blunt out of, like, a well cigarette holder is so goddamn funny. Yes. And I do want to say about the tail, too. Like, one thing I want to have about it is, like, she, is how she talked about being made of silicone, but, like, it really is, it has individual scales, and the color looks like like a realistic fish color. Like, it actually does look kind of like that gray, yeah. that gray iridescent fish color. It's not like a cartoon mermaid tail. Like, I was picturing when I first heard of this. And... Oh man. And people love it. Oh my God. Yeah. That's great. That's such a, I fucking, when innocence is rewarded with love, truly what is better in this entire yeah. world? Like when a child hands you their toy phone and you pretend to answer it, <laughs> what's, what's better than that, oh, baby? Yeah. So yeah, this is great. Yeah, just she's, she's being very sweet. And I hope that she posted that and then logged off. I hope Against hope, if that is what happened well, here. Well, it's nice to have hope. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Only the classiest of blunts for the Empress of the Waves. Uh, one, I like this person, uh, Harvey Mantaco, who says, I want to hate you, but fuck, you did it. You really did it. Uh, smiley face. Like, yeah, even the ones who are like, I wanted to hate you, but damn, you're just so fucking cool. I love you too much now. So everyone just, just loves this, though. Uh, that's great. I, I I wonder if we have maybe like millennials have. I don't know about younger folks on the internet, but like, do you think we've moved away from the thing where like somebody's doing something different? We have to make fun of them. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I maybe I just have like a lot of different friends that do weird shit, but like you can tell a lot of this is like this woman dresses up as a mermaid and takes pictures and they're mad about that. And they're like tripping over themselves. But like, no, she can't do that. She has to live in her basement like us, you know, like, I don't know. I I hope that we've gotten away from that. And it feels kind of like we have, it feels like we're a lot, we're a lot more people are allowed to be eccentric. Yeah. And also I feel like people have like a better understanding of the attention economy and how to deal with negative attention like this. So like the stuff like, like, like her, she was like super savvy to promote herself immediately because yeah, I mean, that, that's how right. you know, she, she entertained it. You know, all, any publicity is good publicity as long as you're just always promoting yourself. Right, right, right. right. Also, I do like this one person. I, one thing we didn't mention in the picture of her, though, is that there's a huge photo bucket watermark across it. And it, one, right, one of the replies, yeah. someone says, just a word of caution, though, you should host it on Imager instead of photo bucket. So that, that is one of those, like, looking back in past, in the past, like, oh, no, I wish I could save you. God, yeah, I, I, I recently got into an old photo bucket account, and boy, howdy, is there some uh, unfortunate shit on that. No, it really is amazing how just, like, so much of the inter- internet historic is just lost forever because these websites, like, either go down or just, like, replace image embeds with, like, a thumbnail where you have to pay to access them. Like, wow. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Although, luckily, there's a happy ending. Uh, someone rehosted it because they said the, they said the photo bucket link is going to get killed or something. And, yep, so now we have a high-quality, unwatermarked, uh, mermaid Shelly picture that we could use like in the post about this. So I'm glad I was able to wow. find that because up until now I only had like the watermarked one. I know like three different women that are like selkies or like mermaid uh, adjacent that are just they just love this stuff. So I don't know something about gals and being in the water. I didn't even think about selkies, but, but yeah, that's not a good alone. kind of adjacent one. So and so 
Mermaid Sully, you know, having earned the admiration and respect of the goons, she she keeps hanging out, and people start asking her questions about uh, the mermaid subculture and what being a mermaid is like and everything. So the last couple bits I have here are just the questions and answers with her, because I thought this was, like, really interesting, just learning about this subculture that, like, even as, like, a furry who's pretty adjacent to this kind of thing. I wasn't really aware of these people. And I live in Florida too. Like Florida is like mermaid country. Yeah. Like, like we live in Wiki Wachi Springs. We have, we have mermaids that are government employees here in Florida. Uh, 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 have, you, have, you ever, <laughs> have you ever heard of Wiki Wachi Springs? No. It's, it's really neat. It's this thing that started in like the, it like started, I, I want to say in like the fifties or something as like a, basically it's underwater ballet is what they called it. Some Navy engineer made it where there's like hoses with, with air that are like hidden in the rocks. And these women in mermaid costumes do underwater like musicals where they sing, where they swim around in tune with like a synchronized soundtrack that's playing like dialogue and music while an audience watches them through glass and you, it's just like a performance they do several times a day. And since it's a state park now, they're they're they are technically government employees. So yeah, we have we have, so we have state mermaids here in Florida. Dude, that that rips. No no problem. Yeah, and if that. you go on YouTube, you can watch the the whole show. It's very funny because like since it was made in the fifties, the mermaids are singing songs like how much it rules to be a mermaid because you don't have to do dishes. <laughs> like a lot, like oh, I don't have to be a housewife because I'm a mermaid. Like kind of bleak if you think about it. But at the same time, like what a time capsule. Yeah, paper plates just kind of flop apart. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, and they don't even get me started on trying to smoke weed. <laughs> okay, yeah. right. I mean, t- technically, yeah, yeah. So uh, she gives her a little intro here, where she goes, um, "So what can I answer for you? We've already established a little about me. I'm a mermaid, a biologist, a merfolk tale maker, and an environmental blogger." I live in San Diego, California, and traveled to Las Vegas in August for the first Mercon and World Mermaid Awards. Please let me know if there's anything you'd like to know about the Merfolk community, community, ecology issues, environmental conservation issues, tail-making, etc. So they have a convention. Yeah, no doubt. Maybe maybe, maybe you should try getting a booth there. I bet bet the people at Mercon would would love some tarot. I mean, there's like a Metal Gear Solid con coming up. There's also like an uh, an office reunion con coming up that I might be involved in. The, the, no, not really. The, but yeah, the, the, there's just cons for fun. Yeah, no, the Metal Gear won't be fun for you because just like as like a fit white guy with longish hair, like that is just like solid snake to 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 anyone. Like it's just like a bunch of dudes that look like that in one convention center. Just wear an eye patch and you just blend right in. It'd be awesome. Just yeah, just kind of walk around with a box of oranges on my back. Yeah. I will play those games someday. Uh, I, I I played about a year ago. I played through them with my ex. It was the first time because we had COVID and we had nothing else to do. We were quarantined. It's like, hey, let's play through like a notoriously trippy and weird series while we're while we're have a disease that might kill us. And it was very very fun. But anyways, yeah, I would love to sit down and play through Metal Gear and like all the way through. You know. Yeah. Like I just uh, maybe maybe someday I don't know I got a lot of other shit to do. Totally, that. yeah. It's one of those things where it was like content or something. But yeah, so so one of the first questions we get here is um is if, if you want to read the the questions, I can read Shelley's answers for them. Why mermaids? I have my own obsessions, but you've sunk more money and effort into than I could ever dream of spending on my own. So you must have a reason for liking mermaids so much, or at least something you see in them. Why not mermaids? When I first saw Splash, that was it for me, and it never went away, I guess. Everyone has their cosplay dreams, and this is just me living out my alternate reality. Smiley face. 
I know hundreds of people that do this. We actually have a convention in Las Vegas in August. So just when you think you're into something strange, you never know when you'll find others just like you. We have a whole community on Facebook and Mer Network. Yep, a Mer Forum page where I found out there are actually three of us just here in San Diego. Crazy awesome. So Splash definitely makes sense. I can see Splash being like to Mer people like the Lion King was to like Millennial Furry. Oh, yeah. And I can see this taken off today, you know, just like the the way that people are on TikTok just always blown up with one obsession over another. Yeah, I know? can definitely see like the tail challenge or something where like people like make their mer tails or try and swim with them in them too. Yeah, so at a, at the convention, are there loads of people with mer tails being wheeled around? That's a hell of a mental image. The hotel did have wheelchairs that we could borrow, so there were a few of those around. Mostly big guys were recruited to sling a mermaid over their shoulder in full caveman style, <laughs> or two guys would take a mer person under the shoulders and knees and carry them around. My husband wound up getting recruited to mer-tend for a lot of the single ladies, including carrying them out <laughs> of the pool soaking wet and placing them on a chase lounge and that really hurt his back. So as fun as it was for the guys, it had its price. Those things weigh a ton, especially in the water. God, dude, these people, fuck. Yeah. Are you serious? I like the the core strength these people probably yeah. have is just insane. Plus the fact that she just kind of like she's she's if she's comfortable enough having her husband carry soaking wet bikini clad babes out of the water and then laying them delicately on a chaise lounge. Ah, I'm gonna think that there's gonna be some, some slipping and slopping going on, you know, some getting gunked up and 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 funked down um, over at uh, Mermaid Cafe. I'm just picturing your husband as Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> like that is just how yeah. I feel. Yeah, and, or or he's just like a a total himbo who has no idea that there's all these mermaids trying to fuck him. He's like, I'm just here to lift <laughs> you around, lady. Don't think of a. Don't think I, I already got a wife. Why would I want to? You know? <laughs> God, yeah. No, but just the concept of a mer-tender, like, that alone just made this all worth it for me. Just the, the, the idea of these giant guys just, like, stone-facedly carrying women around at a convention is their day job. Yeah, and they're, like, pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah. How does everyone get around with mermaid tails when they don't have hotel wheelchairs at their disposal. We generally use another person, spouse, friend, whatever, who serves as a mer-tender. Mer-tenders are in charge of zip-ups and details, dragging you around in a wheelbarrow or over the shoulder, photos and fetching things for their mers, and security, most definitely. You would not believe how many kids have almost drowned my mermaid friends because they are a little too real-looking in their tails. So mer-tenders really make it all happen. So they need to have, like, spotters for, like, if a stray kid walks up and thinks they're a little actual mermaid and almost drowns them. Yeah, that makes like, sense. Yeah, this is, like, yeah, they, this, this is, you know, they, the, the things that they do for their passion, it's so good. Yeah, there's always, kids are always the biggest threat. Have you ever had any instance where people acted like dicks to you on the beach when you're dressed up in mermaid costumes? Totally. It is so funny, too, because the reactions are split pretty much 50-50. Some people think we're filming for a commercial, which always cracks me up. I wish I got paid to mermaid, LOL. So they are always really cool and appreciative and shyly come up to us to see what we are doing. Others that are out surfing or jogging might just shout out, Wicked, or give a shock a sign as they go by. There's, then there's the ones that are quite obviously trying to steer their kids away. Like, great, one more thing that Alice is going to want for Christmas now. Thanks. And those that stare and shake their heads. I think my personal favorites are the ones that come up and just ask why. I always love to say because I can and let them wonder about it. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, we've we've gone over this before, but I just think like 
it, it it's you have to be so fucking boring and empty in your life to give that much of a shit about what other people are doing to be like, can you believe that these people are dressing up as mermaids or like give it a fuck about anything, man, like anything that anybody else is doing that they're clearly having fun with. I, I, I made a decision when I was in my twenties. I was just like, I cannot yuck somebody's yum. I just can't. I'm just going to let everybody live their truth as much as I can, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And also just like, um, like, I know that's been kind of like a, a running theme throughout this whole show is, you know, the, the importance of like, expression and creativity and how, like, the people who do that are all, the winners in the end and how this sort of thing is just kind of like a dead end. If you just making fun of stuff like this is just, you know, not constructive or, he- or healthy or good. So, yeah, it's exactly. Have you or any MERS ever gotten in trouble for swimming in costume in a non-private pool or in the ocean? Do MERS normally even swim anywhere that's to any degree public, or is it too risky? If they do, what kind of reactions do they get, both from swimmers or people in authority? Unfortunately, yes. I have a friend that lives in Tennessee who actually got kicked out of her paid swim club for swimming in her tail. She swam there a few times in her tail just fine, but then one day they banned her out of nowhere, which was really sad. Especially when there was no existing rule and she paid for the membership. So I didn't even think about, like, a pool homeowners association existing like that, where it's just like... <laughs> they banned her for, like, didn't just say, hey, don't do that. They just fucking banned her? Exactly, yeah. Just the worst kind of, like, not talking to someone like an adult, but also just not letting, willing to let them be. I have swam in Mission Bay and in Coronado here in San Diego with lots of people around. People were really nice about it and are interested in the tale and what it is like to swim in one. I think, if anything, it is me that is nervous, wondering what they are going to say about it. But I am always pleasantly surprised and even chide myself afterwards for being so nervous for no apparent reason. On one occasion, we were gorilla mermaiding at a beautiful fountain in an office park on a weekend and got kicked out by security. But I sort of expected it. We didn't have permission and it was private property and closed. But even then, they were cool and let us have another 15 minutes to finish up our photos. So... Yeah, a gorilla photo shoot in an office park's fountain is very funny. I, I, I like that. Yeah, you kind of have to make it work, you know? I mean, God, the number of uh, sketchy things I did to take cool photos when I was a young man is just insane. Oh, totally. So. Awesome. Do you think of yourself as or wish you were a fish? I would have to say no. Just more of someone who has empathy for the perspective and wants to swim is what? It, it's just, it's it's funny to me, there's a post going around right now of, like, um, how funny it is that, like, so many dudes have convinced themselves that the only thing that women want is a huge, muscly hunk and a guy. But, like, Legolas and Aragorn and Pedro Pascal and that line cook from the bear, uh, like... Timothy Chamelay, like the number of beautiful little like twerps that there are or Pedro Pascal or like all these different ways to be hunky that dudes completely ignore. They don't actually listen to what what people actually say is attractive. Right. And so it is very funny to me that like you have all of these very beautiful women putting on, uh, you know, their little mermaid costumes and <laughs> Now you have a whole bunch of people that are just trying to figure out exactly how they feel about it. Cause they're like, well, should I be into this? I don't know. Like you can't get too mad about it. Cause she's 
really cute, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see some people doing the calculus of like, what I what I put, what I'd be willing to put up with the tail, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of this, this next question here is kind of something that we've been kind of beating around for a while. So I'm glad that they finally addressed it here. Crank it says. Is it normally only women who put on the tails and stuff, or do men do it too? Also, is it like a sexual thing? I don't really understand why there's so many people who dress as mermaids. It is definitely 90% women, but there are plenty of mermen there too. Not a sexual thing at all, just a celebration of the mer lifestyle. But I think the voyeurs out there are not entirely just in it because they love the ocean. I'm sure there were some merverts out there too. (laughs) Fetish guys into drowning and stuff. There are worlds within worlds. The deeper I go, the more I find out. <laughs> like, I did not expect it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the drowning community is always after us. You know how it is. Yeah, I mean, dude, there, there's some wild shit out there. I'm just glad I like tits. Yeah, no, I have to say, um, I think, like, wanting, wanting a, a woman, uh, wanting a merwoman to drown you, I think has eclipsed, like, wanting to be stepped on by a giant woman in terms of, like, the funniest thing for a person to be, a dude to be publicly horny about. It's like, oh, I, drown you know, me! Fucking drown me! <laughs> like, it's, it's just very funny to me, like, piss fetish stuff. Because if you think about it, piss fetish people, every time they piss, they're like, hell yeah! <laughs> you know? Like, it rules every time they piss, you know? Mm. They're hydrated all the time. No, I, oh, I was, do, do people with piss fetishes, like, do they get boners when they pee and then they, like, they can't pee anymore? It's like, oh, darn it! Like, yeah, dude, that's, that's how you get <laughs> the Twilight Zone ending sepsis. episode. Yeah, that there was time Twilight enough zone. at last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, that is truly, that's like a Greek, uh, Greek tale of, of like one of the gods is like, yeah, you'll get hard every time you want to piss. And that's like, uh, like Priapus. That could be a different yeah, theory. I get hard every time I piss. I must be in heaven. Wait, I get hard every time I piss. I must really be in hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then his glasses are broken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to continue from Shelley talking about that. A lot of folks see it as an escape fantasy. What better way than to swim away from normal life entirely? And many others just see it as a realization of childhood dreams from mermaid movies, cartoons, etc. Plus, it is really, really fun. With a big old monofin pottering you, you can swim like a fish. Literally. It is what free divers use to go to great depth, so swimming in a tail with one is an amazing experience. Also, I'm a conversational biologist... I think a conservational. A conver- well, she is right. a conversational. Con- conversational yeah, yes. she's a conservational and a conversational biologist, and it's a way to connect with the ecosystem and draw attention to environmental issues. No one wants to read a boring blog rant on the environment and feel talked down to, but if they read about a mermaid saying, "Please protect our home and save our friends," people tend to be more mm-hmm. sympathetic. You know, I was just talking about that. That like, there's there's a lot of people who are science communicators that are also like really incredibly intelligent scientists and so it it makes perfect sense that like if you have somebody who excels at communicating these things and has that kind of advertising mindset and uh the the you know the communication mindset that you would be they're the perfect person to to talk to about um or the fuck it you know what i mean they're great if they know what they're doing they know how to communicate it perfect I know I mentioned at the beginning about how I had some issues with like cosplay and stuff. And like one of the things I really like about the Mer people is that they don't seem to have any of that because this all seems to be like original characters and creations for them. Or it's like, you know, it doesn't seem to be like they're not dressing up as like the mermaid from Splash. It's just like they like mermaids in general. And I think that one of the reasons why this seems so like more creative and interesting to me than like, you know, if they were all like dressing up like stormtroopers or something. 
Right, right, yeah. A poster named Mermat showed up, and I'm going to read his <laughs> post. Yeah, he's coming at the end here. So Mermat says, "Hi everyone, I'm Shelley's friend Matt from Mer Community, and I thought it would be fun to join in and maybe give some of the male perspective on this whole mermaiding deal." As a thing that's possibly even stranger to the populace at large than a mermaid, who have the advantage of being quite attractive, which goes a long way with a lot of folks in terms of rationalizing things, it's kind of an interesting position to be in. Here's my tale. (laughs) (laughs) It just looks like he's been no-clipped into the wall. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the tale with nobody in it on the bed. And also, I love that he has, like, multiple Shamu plush toys and, like, a mermaid teddy bear, which is very oh, cute. Oh, man. This is very, like, if if you showed me this, I'd be like, this is 100% a little girl's bed. Yeah. Because he's got multiple stuffed animals and a big old fishtail on the bed, and it's also kind of like that rosy pink, uh, uh, like, this varnished wood, you know? Yeah, no. Uh, this is... That's like my favorite type of old gay that I feel like doesn't exist as much as these two is like the one where it's just like uh, like a middle aged man that is just really into a thing for little girls like Barbies or something. But like in a way that is like very wholesome, not in like a creepy way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Continuing Mermat. I'd primarily define it as a hobby, but one I think people get into for different reasons. For a lot of people, I'd say it's a hobby with. I don't know, some other sort of affinity element. You hear a good bit of, well, I've been into mermaids ever since I was a little girl, or I've always had this weird sort of connection to the sea. And now that realistic tales, as differentiated from most fabric tales, are somewhat more common and affordable, a community has formed around it. On the other hand, I got into it the way I think a lot of the guys did, even if nobody seems to want to admit it. I realized at some point in my early teens that mermaids were really attractive. I'm still in it because I still am, even more so by now, and if that makes it a fetish, I guess I can live with that. But along the way, I got interested in the costuming aspect of it, and that was sort of the crowd I fell into with Mur.Yuku, where they developed the techniques that resulted in this small-scale tail boom we're in. So, I- Small scale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just gets tit fucks and gets head, because there's no hole on the underside of a fish, as far as I know. If you're a fish, please respond and tell us anatomy because i'm not going to be googling this so it's he's 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 definitely open to it being a fetish though yeah i did like the contrast where shelly's like oh it's not about sex at all and then matt's like oh yeah it's definitely a sex thing <laughs> well i mean <laughs> i don't know maybe it's you know different strokes for different folks exactly you know I mean? it could be so, both that's definitely that, yeah. that's that's i know i mean i'm a furry I, I know that better than anyone and some people it is just like yeah i like the costume some people it's like yeah i'm horny for the costume and some people it's both you know it's just kind of whatever and right but yeah and then just sort of and just wrap that up mermaid shelly kind of goes i totally second what you're saying here but it's more than a hobby for me at least it is a lifestyle and i think there are enough of us that it is being taken more seriously i mean we have a magazine now how cool is that My house could literally be a mermaid museum. I seem to have mermaid everything. I'm very lucky that my husband is as into it as I am, or it could be a problem. He saw Splash when he was a kid, too, and wanted to be Tom Hanks' character and meet a mermaid. So I guess we're a pretty good fit that way. I love that I have... That's (laughs) cute. That is very cute, yeah. I love that I have a man who is willing to support my lifestyle willingly, not begrudgingly. I think it is adorable that he got a personalized license plate frame that says nobody knows my wife is a mermaid and actually enjoys dragging <laughs> my tails around with him and doing photo shoots. He is proud as hell, and I love that about him. 
It would be too hard to hide it otherwise, and what sort of relationship would that be? This is definitely another element that I love about the Mer community. The LGBT community is well represented and embraced. There's even a mermaid drag queen site now. That's fab. You know what? Shelly came out of this completely unscathed. Abe tried to bring her down, but Shelly just did it great. Yeah, just everything about that last answer is fantastic. And just the last post in the thread I'm going to put here is just one from a poster going, Mermaid Shelly, thanks a lot for making this a great thread and being a great sport. It's refreshing to see people dressing up in a kooky way for fun, but without being weird about it. Good on you. Like, that's as good as you can hope for. Back that's then, as I good think. as you can get. Yes, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, that, that we got a good ending. Uh, Shelly didn't really stick around after this, but the thread got gold mined eventually because some people did start kind of being shitty, and then they were just like, "Yeah, let's just let's put this in the gold mine before it ends." Um, so yeah, just that's that's the story of Mermaid Shelly, a, a case of just like a really cool person, uh, you know, entering, you know, descending into Tartarus and emerging unscathed. Just yeah, she did great, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, no problem with that, man. Yeah, that's funny. I guess before we well, before we move on to our closing things, I guess one one trade I thought I have been having is all this mermaid talk. So if you if you were gonna be a mermaid, like what type of mermaid do you think you would be? Like, like you're like a uh, blobfish. Uh, <laughs> that's very. I've never seen a deep blob, yeah. dark fucked up. You're you're dragging out of the, the 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 abyssal depths, and I just like my cells explode, and I turn into just a pile of shit. Uh, I feel like that definitely is like a thing that like a lot of people do where it's like, what if mermaids were fucked up deep sea animals? Like that's, that's always a fun interpretation to see. Yeah. I I think if if I was a mermaid, I would, my, my fish half would be like an orca body. Cause since I like pandas and their orcas are basically like Uh, the pandas of the ocean. So, and also, you know, I mean, they're whales, they're hefty. I'm, I'm a hefty guy. So it's a perfect fit. I'd just be like a, be like a little mer orca. Probably just like eat a bunch of seals and stuff. I mean that, that fits. I guess orcas are kind of the, the pandas of the sea, you know, they probably taste the same. <laughs> there's a yeah. there's a chicken of the sea joke in there to be made, but uh, we've been recording for a while. We've we've done our time. Um, yeah. Well, that was fun. Uh, if anybody wants to to catch up with us more, uh, we're always on ifti pod on Twitter, and you can email us at ifti pod at gmail. Um, the Uncle Picture Time, Uncle Winslow's Picture Time bot. Uh, has been dead for a while because of Elon fucking over Twitter. So I don't know if that will get fixed. If anybody knows how to automate a hourly picture bot um, with Elon's new Twitter without spending money on it, uh, let me know because I'd love to love to get that thing working. I, I you know we only had it going for a couple months before it died. So um, something about the API. I don't know how any of that shit works. Um. You can still find me at calculations on Instagram and you can uh, also, you know, if you message me on Twitter, I will 
Uh, and if you uh, ask politely, I will send you a random picture of something in my house because I live in the little Curio Museum. And if you want to support me specifically, uh, I have a whole website full of weird shit that I've made, including the uh, Truly Random Chaos Pack, where I will send you uh, $40 of things that I've designed and then uh, two to three random things from my apartment. So you can get all sorts of weird shit that way. And Jay, where can they find you? Yeah, well, I'm Jay Branstetter, uh, just about everywhere online. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, as always, you know, the craziest moments in something awful Twitter account. It, it kind of had a date today because uh, there's, just to kind of date this, there's a news story going on about a guy who got, um, who leaked a bunch of Pentagon uh, inf- documents onto, like, a gun discord, and he got in trouble right. for it. And, and the big New York Times article about it, one of the people who worked on it is a goon who goes by the handle of Brown Moses. He's, like, an official, like, he, he works that's like a, stu- a citizen journalism thing. And they banned him for writing that article on the, and on the grounds that it was like doxing the person. Yeah, I read that and I didn't understand it terribly well. I just think that anytime, almost every time I've read about mods banning someone, it's either absolutely fucking justified or the mod is just being an asshole. That poster, Brown Moses, like a lot of, of the of the politics goons hate him because like when you when you belong to a forum that thinks that posting about politics is praxis, having a guy who actually makes a living posting about praxis, posting about politics is is just like kind of like, oh, fuck that guy. I think that's what it provokes in them. Just saying they're jealous is, is a little simple. Yeah, yeah, somebody that actually that actually got out for sure. I know I I have uh, I have witnessed a lot of resentment from. Uh, people who are like they have yet to get out of their trap watching other people that have and it's just like oh just why don't you watch and learn <laughs> you know yeah and also I do want to say um, um, yeah. my uh, my furry podcast the Grand Muzzle Archives I recorded a new episode and I'm editing it right now I interviewed uh, this woman who was a guest on the Tyra Banks show in 2009 it was an episode called like is my sex life normal and it was her and her husband talking about being furries on daytime TV and she basically got months of abuse for it because people were mad about her t- you know they were like how dare you talk about us like that on TV <laughs> and so getting to talk to her about it like you know, 14 years after the fact and getting her like perspective on it. And it, it was very interesting and cool. And also just learning what it's like to go on a daytime talk show like Tyra and, you know, be, be what they tell you to talk about and things like that. It's interesting. I, I liked it. So that'll probably be an interesting listen. And one other thing I'm doing on my YouTube, I have like a quick little short series I'm doing called a, a Florida man answers Florida questions where I just do kind of like the, the, the genre of YouTube video where it's like a guy in sunglasses in his car talking into his front facing camera, except it's me actually doing informative stuff, like explaining like why Florida drivers are so bad or why so many news stories come out of Florida about weird stuff from my experiences living there. So right. Sunshine. Just nice, yeah. Just fun that. little things like yeah. that whenever I have a little extra energy after work. So just nice snackable content. That's fun. And I, yeah. And also, I'm still making that card game. So if anybody is in Chicago or if anybody's into card games, just follow along on Instagram uh, or go to my website and you can sign up to play the game uh, as soon as it's able to be played online. Otherwise, I'll be just be playing it in person uh, as much as I can. So, yeah, I, everything is uh, I got fired and I, you know, my grandma died and I, I have a whole lot of other shit going on in my life. But I'm still uh, getting back into the swing of things, so you know we're yeah, getting to glad to be back. I'm glad to be back recording regular episodes of the show again, and I hope you guys enjoyed this nice one because uh, next week's is going to be a, a little scarier, but in a fun way.
I'm From the Internet is created by Jay Brandstetter and Winslow Domain. Edited by Steve Brown. Music by Steve Isbrook. Fuck it. Do your best with whatever it is I just said. <laughs>